0: Hello, and welcome back to the Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of the European royal families. Today, we'll be talking about all the events held on February 19th, 2020. (music) Queen Elizabeth was striking in purple. Belgium is a political disaster, and the King of Sweden speaks excellent English. Starting out with the British royal family, we had Queen Elizabeth visiting the University College London Hospital's Royal National ENT and Eastman Dental Hospital um, to officially open the facility. So this is a, um, specialty specific hospital that really focuses on obviously ear, nose, and throat specialties, as well as dental, um, which can affect everything from balance to facial symmetry. Um, so very important stuff. Um, the queen paid visits to the staff members, um, and also the pediatric floor of the hospital where she met children. Um, who were taking part in something called a creative health play session, um, which are used this, I found this really, really cool. Um, they're used to, um, teach children about, um, their condition and also help, um, help treat the, um, or help ease the pre-treatment anxiety um that you get inevitably when you're a child and in the hospital and you don't understand what's wrong with you um so they try and make it as as simple as possible and as um almost playful um which is great so all the little girls that were there um were holding um union jacks and wearing crowns which is just so cute um and then the queen also officially opened the facility by unveiling a plaque um which is great. Um, So it was good to see the queen. And then Clarence House, uh, which is the official office of the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall, released a video to mark the occasion of the 50th anniversary of the very first speech Prince Charles gave on the environment. Um, So the video plays parts of the speech that he gave 50 years ago, um, which is amazingly so into the future. Like what he talked about is really happening now. Um, and so I wonder sometimes how he feels being like, I've been telling you this now for 15 years. Um, so that was, you know, humbling. And then he, um, the, at current age, um, would pop in with interview sections where he, um, talked about all the things that he saw happening at that time and how they really fascinated him. Um, And then there's also some video footage of him during his most recent visit to Australia, where he visited with the um, family of the late Steve Irwin, um, and they showed him endangered animals and um, lots of different things while he was there. And then at the end of the video, it puts a spotlight on the sustainable markets counselor, which is something, which is an initiative that he announced at the World Economic Forum last month. Um, So it really tied together all of these 50 years of work that he's done and how the environment kind of impacts everything, um, which was really, really cool. Um, then the Duchess of Cornwall, um, visited the London Borough of Brent, where she had several engagements. Um, so Brent is the recipient of the 2020 London Borough of Culture Award. Um, and so she started off her visit at the Granville Youth and Community Center, where she met, um volunteers for the award committee, and also the people that use, um, Granville as a community space. Um, so she got to see all the different parts of Granville community house and what all they offer. Um, and then she traveled to the Kiln Theater that was recently renovated, um, where she was able to observe a youth workshop and um, she also held at the, at the theater a sit-down meeting with agents from the Brint 2020 Social Project, which is a project born out of the awards, um, whose goal is to help young people from the marginalized areas to create social enterprises, events, and projects that will ultimately help their community. This award sounds fantastic. Um, and it seems like at least in the last couple of years that Camilla has always handed it out. Um, and gone on these kinds of events to see what is going on. Um, so, very cool events today for the um, three top British royal family members. Um, and so, now we're going to move on to Belgium. Today in Belgium, King Philippe held more political consultation meetings. Um, so he had five more meetings today, making, uh, the total of 10. Um, so I officially became way too curious and also, as much as I am a royally obsessed person, I am also pretty politically obsessed, um, and can't handle the political situation of my country. So I love learning about other people's political disasters, um. So I did a deep dive on the political situation in Belgium. Um, So like I've mentioned, these elections were held in May of 2019. They have still not formed a government. On Friday, when King Philippe met with his um, political informer, the informer resigned from his post after like two or three weeks, maybe not even three, um, because he could not reach consensus either. So the king has taken over um, and is now meeting with all the heads of the parties individually to see if there is anything that can be done. Um, an announcement is kind of expected in the next couple of days on what is actually going to go on. Um, it seems like maybe there is a compromise happening, but enough people aren't on board. I I don't know. Um, (laughs) there's only so much I can understand from a Google translated version of the French report. Um, so the political disaster in Belgium is still ongoing and I really want an answer because now I've become hmm, pretty involved. I need to know. Um, also it's better than what's going on at home. Um, and then on a much lighter and happier note, amazingly, um, Queen Mathilde visited the Mel School as part of the Flemish Week Against Harassment. Um, so during her visit she first met with the staff to discuss their efforts in the fight against bullying. Um, and then later she met with the students and participated in a game with them in which everyone was, um, trading compliments to the fellow students in the room. Um, this is incredible and I think is a really great way to start the day. You're getting something positive told to you. You're hearing something positive, um, about other people. Like, it's just really great. And instead of, you know, sending insults or mean things. We're saying nice things about everyone in a room. I think it's so genius. Um, and also just like a really great way to start the day. Um, so that is all for the Belgian Royals. Hopefully I will have more to report on the political situation in Belgium tomorrow because I'm loving it. Um, and now we're going to move on to Denmark. Denmark. In Denmark, there were no new events, and I have come up with a plan for what is going to happen when there aren't any events. That, um, is a little easier on me, um, and also I think is really fun. So, I'm going to type into YouTube, uh, Danish Royal Family, Swedish Royal Family, etc., and see what video comes up first, and then react to it in the podcast. Um, so I'm not going to, like, play it in here or anything because I don't quite understand copyright yet, um... But it's, I think this is something new and different and it takes the, the work of like coming up with moments that aren't organically natural, um, to talk about. And so this week, uh, or so today, um, I did this and, um, the first video that came up and I will also have these posted, um, like embedded into the, um, into the dailyroyal.com post for today's episode, um, so that you can see it tomorrow morning. Um, so I found the first video that came up was Inside the Lives of the Danish Royal Family, um, from the channel The Taco. Um, so here are a couple of key things that I found from this video. Um, one, it's like 10 minutes long. Um, it does give a lot of really good information, um, but there are also some (laughs) interesting inaccuracies. So first off, the pronunciation is really wrong for some names. I get it. They're foreign names. It's really hard to see the way Queen Margrethe's name is spelled and pronounce it as Queen Margrethe. I get it. I get it. I understand. Um, and maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. Who knows? The other huge, um, error in how, is how they were talking about the titles of, um, how people get the title of prince when they're married to the queen. Um, So it talked about how there was no royal blood in, and that's why he doesn't become a king, which is not true. I get what they were trying to say. Like he wasn't the regent, the bloodline of the family didn't run through that. Um, But really, it just would have been easier to say a king outranks a queen. So you don't get the king title. Anyway... (laughs) Um, so that was interesting. Um, but then some really cool things it talked about that I didn't even know because I don't go back too far, um, is how the queen's father, King Frederick, um, was really modern. Um, he had visible tattoos. He allowed the rules to be changed, um, so that Margrethe could become, um, queen regent instead of his brother, um... So it made it so a woman could ascend to the throne. Um, so lots of cool things there that I I just didn't know. Um, then it talks about the queen and all of her artistic hobbies. Um, so she is an incredible artist. She did the drawings um, for the Danish version of Lord of the Rings. Um, she did it under a pen name, um, but now everyone knows it's her. She makes costumes for local theater productions. Like she's so artsy. It's amazing. Um, then it moves on to Crown Prince Frederick and Crown Princess Mary and kind of their life and history, um, and how they became a couple. Um, and then it moves on to her younger son, Joachim, um, and they talk about his two marriages and how his children, um, his two older children from his first marriage had to remain in Denmark to retain their titles. Um, and then at the very end, it talks about what they considered, like, a scandal, um, of how Prince Henrik and Queen Margrethe are going to be buried separately um, out of Prince Henrik's wishes. So overall, a very informative but somewhat inaccurate um, overview of the Danish royal family. So now we're going to move on to the Dutch. we also had no events from the Dutch royal family either. Um, So I did the exact same thing, typed Dutch royal family into YouTube and got another video as the first result from the taco inside the lives of the Dutch royal family. So um, I clicked on it. I watched it. It's another 10 minute long video. Um, I'm going to try and do a quick breakdown so this podcast doesn't become too, too long. Um, But apparently the Dutch royals have a very dark history turns out that was just clickbait. They do not. I mean, they kind of do, but not very serious. So they start out by actually describing what the the kingdom of the Netherlands is because it's not just Holland. It's Holland and a few other territories, including some in the Caribbean. Um, It talks about, it talks a lot about Queen Maxima, which I found really interesting, not surprising, but really interesting. Um, it also gave a talk about, um, Prince Frizo, who's the younger brother of King Willem Alexander, um, and his wife and some of the controversy that had, um, happened in the lead up to their marriage. And also, um, unfortunately, Prince Frizo um, passed away in the summer of 2013, a year and a half after a, um, a ski accident. He was, um he was taken up in an avalanche and had um, just a really, he never recovered really, but was alive for another year and a half. Um, And then the next marriage it talked about, and this one I found kind of interesting, so I'm going to talk about it a little bit, um, was the marriage between um, Princess Beatrix and her husband, Prince Klaus. Um, So Klaus was a German diplomat, um, but a lot of the controversy came from the fact that he was in, um, the Hitler youth and also in the German army in world war II, because he is a German. Um, and so I don't think I really knew that. I knew there was a lot of controversy, but I didn't understand what it was all about because I didn't look into it that much. Um, but it was a requirement to be a member of the Hitler youth when you're a child. Um, So he had to do it. He has, he had made it very clear, like, I didn't want to do it. I didn't really understand. Um, And the same thing with the army. It wasn't a choice. He was drafted um, and he was actually taken as prisoner and held in the United States for a little while. So lots of controversy there. But overall, the Dutch people came to accept him and um, recognize that it wasn't um, all by choice. Um and so now um after that very unhappy note we're going to move into Norway. So there was also nothing in Norway today, so I did the same YouTube thing, um, however we got a three-minute video as the, um, top video result, which was great, um, and it was the arrival of the royal family to the Nobel Peace Prize ceremony of 2018. So the Nobel Peace Prize is, um, given away every year in Norway at the Oslo City Hall, um, and all the other Nobel awards are given in Sweden. So, the 2018 winners were, um, Dennis Mukwege and Nadia Murad for their efforts to end the use of sexual violence as a weapon of war and conflict, which was a heavily, um, praised decision. Um, so the video shows the royal family, um, which was, which is, uh, King Harald, Queen Sonja, Crown Prince Akun and Crown Princess Metamerate, um, arriving and then being led into Oslo City Hall, as well as their procession, um, into the, the room. Um, the commentator was speaking English, so I actually knew what was happening, which was great. Um, and the one thing that I picked up, I've known this, but the attire for the Nobel Prize is actually a lot more casual, so, um, shorter dresses um, instead of gala dresses, and suit and ties for the men as opposed to um, the ceremony in Sweden, which is full regalia with tiaras and everything. Um, So quick one from the Norwegian royals and now we're going to move on to Spain. In Spain today, um, the royal couple were on separate engagements. Um, so King Felipe started out by presiding over a session of the Chamber of Commerce of Spain, um, where the king gave the closing speech to the set to the meeting, um, in which he commended the chamber for their work in promoting and strengthening the Spanish economy, which is not a it's improving, but it's not a blossoming economy by any means. Um, and then the king also mentioned um, that sustainability should be a priority for the chamber. And then Queen Letizia paid a visit to UNICEF for a meeting on food and nutrition. Um, so UNICEF is a nonprofit organization focused on um, children all around the world and um, And food and nutrition specifically are a priority for the queen. And she is named special ambassador for nutrition by the food and agricultural organization. Um, And so this is something that she's really, really passionate about. It's one of her priorities. And so some of the meeting agenda items included um, malnutrition, obesity, and children's rights to be able to live a healthy lifestyle. Um, which I think is really great. And then she had a little meeting with the um, employees of the Spanish committee within the UNICEF Spain company. Um, So a fairly light day for the Spanish royals. And now we're going to move on to Sweden. So in Sweden, King Carl Gustav attended the third global ministerial conference on road safety, sponsored by the United Nations, uh, where he gave the opening speech to the conference in English, and he talked about how in 1970, um, 200 children had died in Sweden in traffic accidents, and now that number is only 16, which is an incredible, incredible improvement in those past years. Um, And also somehow, even though the Swedish royal family was my favorite when this all started... I never knew or I never had heard the king speak English and his English is really quite good. Um, so that is what I noticed today from the Swedish royal family. Um, and that is the end of the podcast. Um, so thanks for listening today di- to today's pod. I know it's a bit longer, um, but I'll be back in your subscription box tomorrow with all the events from your favorite royals. And as always, make sure to check out the pod on Instagram and Twitter using the handle at Pod, and uh, visit the website, TheDailyRoyal.com, which has pictures uh, and videos from all the events that I talk about. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.